Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Kiddushin daf Lamed Beis. We are holding on daf Lamed Aleph Lamed Beis at the second wide line on Lamed Aleph Lamed Beis at Tanur Rabban. And today's year is once again sponsored by Dr. David Landerer in honor of his wife and children and Lili Nishmas' his mother, Goldaba Simcha. Allah Shalom. We thank him very much for the sponsorship. So we're going to continue the sugya of Kibur Aveim and we're going to talk about how one is mechabed a parent uh, by, uh, by, by, by uh, b- both while they're alive as well as after their patira, we're going to talk about when Chacham is giving a shear and he's qu- and he's quoting his father. How does he mention his father's name? How does the Torgaman mention the name of the father? The Gemara is going to discuss who pays for Kibra the aim. Does it have to come out of the child's bank account or the parent's bank account? And we're going to have three rayas. The Gemara is going to tell us a story about how Rav Huna tested his son Rabbah to see if he would react in a negative way and violate Kibra the aim. The Gemara is going to discuss what happens when the father gets something wrong in Divrei Torah, in Divrei Halacha how should the son react, how should the son disagree with the father then the Gemara is going to tell us that uh, that uh, what do you do when there's a conflict between mitzvos and kibravim, other mitzvos and kibravim, which one takes Precedence. The Gemara is then going to discuss mechila. Can a father be mochel on kibur aveim? Can a rebbe be mochel on the kavod that's due to him? And then the Gemara on Amid Beis is going to discuss other types of kibud, not just kibur aveim, but kavod that one has to show to a zakin and to a nasi, and who can be mochel on that kavod. We're going to discuss the halacha about standing for elders, and we're going to have six different details about the halacha of standing for elders. And then at the very end of the daf, we're going to have machlokas tanoim if one is supposed to stand for a young Talmud Chacham as well. So let's begin Tanu Rabbanon, second wide line on Daf, Lamed Aleph and Beis. So Tanu Rabbanon, Mechabdu, Mechabdu, Mechabdu Moso. That one is obligated to honor his parents both while they're alive as well as after their patira. So Bechayev Ketz and how does one do Kibud while the parents are alive? Hanishma B'tvarav L'makom. If a person um, uh, hears that his, uh, from, from, uh, uh, that his father needs something from the people of that place and he knows the people of that place uh, honor his father and will listen to him if he asks the thing that his father needs. Lo Yomar, when he's making the request of the people of that place on behalf of his father, he should not say, Shalchuni Bishvil Atzmi, Maruni Bishvil Atzmi, Pitruni Bishvil Atzmi, that give me this thing that I need for my own sake. Ella Kulu Bishvil he should say whatever it is, Shalchuni, Maruni, for my father's sake, because he's the one that needs it. But if, uh, the, the, uh, if, if, if that doesn't work, um, then. Uh, uh, the the uh, he, he may be able to say bishvil asim, but in the meantime he's got to say all bishvil abba. Bimoso kaitzad after the father dies, how do we do kibur aveim? Hayomer dvar mipiv. If you're saying something over in the name of the father after the father is no longer alive, lo yomer kachomer abba. You don't simply say so said abba. Ella, you have to say in more reverential terms kachomer abba mori hareni kaparas mishkavo. One has to say kachomer abba mori. So says the Gemara, Vahani uh, Mili, that idea that when you mention your father's name, you have to add that phrase, Hareni Kaparis Mishkavo, that's Tokshne Masachodesh. That's only within one year of the Petira of the father. That uh, we assume that after 12 months, the father was already Makabel, whatever Onesh, he was going to be Makabel, because even Rishayim, the Mishpat Rishayim began him, is only Yudbeis Chodesh, is not more than, uh, than Yudbeis Chodesh. 
And therefore, there's no reason to say Harini Kaparis Mishkavo because there's no more Kapara that's necessary uh, for the father to have. And after that, you say The Taz in Yardea Simon Reish Mem uh, points out that the Ramah writes in Yardea Simon Shinayin Vav that you don't say Kaddish Yasom for more than 11 months after a parent passes away because it's improper to be Machsik a parent as someone who deserves the full Mishpat Rashaim Begahanim. So why is it that you say Hareni uh, Kaparas Mishkavo for 12 months? I would think you should only say Hareni Kaparas Mishkavo for 11 months. How can a child say about his parent that the parent needs uh, 12 months of Kaparas? So he says you can't say uh, the the Mabah because maybe he was not yet Zocha to that and therefore it's going to be Shekhar. Meaning when the other possibility is just not say anything like you don't say Kaddish so fine but if the other possibility is to be Dover Shkarim and uh, there's the possibility that he's not yet L'chayol Maba, so then we, we have to we can't stand on ceremony we have to say Hareini Kaparas Mishkavo Tanu Rabbanan Chacham Mishan Rabbo when a Chacham is darshaning and he's using a Maturgaman to uh, to amplify his voice the Chacham should whisper the Drasha to the Maturgaman and he should say it uh, and the Maturgaman then says it in a loud voice so when the Chacham whispers the name of his father or his Rebbe to the Maturgaman, he shouldn't say the name directly. He should be Mishana in some way. Kacham Rabbi Mori, Kacham Rebbe Mori. Don't say the actual name. But Torgaman, when Torgaman repeats the name, he does not have to be Mishana the name. So it says, well, whose father are we talking about? If we're talking about the father of the Torgaman, well, the Torgaman doesn't have a mitzvah of Kibarav, so certainly he would not be allowed to mention his father's name directly. No, we're talking about the father or the Rebbe of the Chacham. Like Marbar when he would give a drasha that was said publicly to teach the people the halachs and the dinam, and we would mention the name of Rav Ashi, his father, he would say to the person who was being Matargame, this is what Abba Mari said, the Amore Omar, Ravashi. But the Maturgaman would say, Hachiyam Ravashi. He would not just say, Abba Mari. So now, the Torah says, Kabiris Avichavesi Mecha, and it also says, Ish Imo Va'aviv Tira'u. So we know that one is Chayiv both in Kibar Ava'im as well as Mora Ava'im. So what are the details of this Chiyuv? Tanurabanan, Ezehu Mora. What is the Mora that the Torah says that a person has to act with toward a father and a mother? Uh, it says, Ish Imo Va'aviv Tira'u. So Ve'ezehu Kibar. And what is the Kabeid Esavichavesimecha? What is the nature of these mitzvahs? What do they look like when you're doing Mora and when you're doing Kibud? So Mora, Lo Omed Vimakomo, it means that the son shouldn't stand in the father's place that's Miyuchat for him and just uh, hang out there and talk with, uh, with his friends. Lo Yoshi Vimakomo, he shouldn't, uh, the son should not sit in the father's seat. Lo Sosis Tavarav, he should not disagree with the father to be Cholik on him. Lo Machrio, and when uh, there's a Machlokas in Halacha between the father, and some other chacham, he shouldn't uh, stick his head into that machlokas and be machria one way or the uh, or the other. Uh, so, uh, so, so to say near and ploni to say that I think that the other guy is uh, is correct. That's how Rashi says. The Torah points out in the name of the Ramah that you don't need to tell me that uh, that, that that he can't say near and ploni because that's already a no soseres tevarav. No, the chiddush over here is lo machria means even if you're going to agree with the father and you're not.
not going to disagree with him. So Beis Yosef writes, that's what Rashi meant also. Lo yachria, to say near and divrei ploni, even if the ploni is the father. That's, that's what Rashi really meant. Like the Ramah. Or he says, there are two ways to disagree. Uh, to be sosa devarav and to be machria, like the shita of the other person. So it's one thing to say that, uh, Dad, you're wrong. It's another thing to say, the other guy is right. So we're saying either one of those things is, uh, is improper. So maybe Rashi did mean that it's only if you're going to side with the other party. Anyway, but the, the Ramah disagrees. And the Ramah says, even if you're going to side with the father, who do you think you are? That the father needs help from you to, uh, to, decide, to, to, uh, to win his machlokas? Kibud, how does one fulfill Kibud? Machil, mashke, malbish, mechase, machnesumotzi. You give him food, you give him drink, you give him clothing, you, you cover him in clothes, you dress him, and you bring him to where he needs to go. So, Ibailu, the Bnei Yeshiva raised the following shayla, that Michel uh, Mi, who pays for the, for the costs involved in being machil and mashke and, 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 and mechase, and all of these things. Who pays for the food? Who pays for the clothing? So the Gemara brings a machloka samurai. Review Damar Michel Ben, that the son has to spend money. Sometimes uh, mitzvahs cost money, and there's a mitzvah, it costs money as well. Rav Nasan Baroshaya Amar Michel Av, that no, the expenses come from the father, and uh, that when, when, when it, the kibbutz that the father needs requires some, uh, some money, uh, you don't have to pay your own money. You can, if the parents have the money, you can take the money from them account to pay for it. You just have to go through the tircha that's necessary. So, when they pass into Rabbi Yirmiya, the braider of Yirmiya, and some say they said this to Rabbi Yirmiya's son, that we pass in, that the payment has to come from the father, and that's what we pass in Shulchan Aruch, in Yerdeya, Simin Reish Mem, Tosos points out, that's what the Sheiltos Dravachaygon paskins as well. However, Tosos adds that if the father doesn't have, and the son does have money, so then the son does have to support the father, midin tzedakah, meaning tzedakah always comes, karuf karuf kodem, you always go with those who are closest, so there's no one closer than the parents, so if the child has money, the parent is the top priority in tzedakah, so from a keeper of the aim perspective, the father would have to pay for it, so if the father has money, wonderful, but if he doesn't, and the child does, then the child would have to pay for it. So, meisvei, nemar kabeda savicha ve'es imecha, v'nemar kabeda sashem mehonecha, so mala halan, just like when it comes to honoring Hashem, it's beches from kiss. It costs money. It says mehonecha. That's what it means from your wallet, from your uh, from your own expenses. Afkan beches from kiss. So so too when it comes to kibbutz aim, it should be beches from kiss. So viam mishalav my nafkalemine. But if uh, if we're gonna paskin that it's mishalav, what kind of ches from kiss is involved? There's no ches from kiss if the if you're paying from the father's account. Sans the gemara, yes, there is the bittul malacha because you do have to take off from work. So the fact that you're going you're gonna to forego the possibility to earn money that day in order to engage in Kibbutz Aveim, that's called Chesron Kis, even though all, all of the uh, the actual costs of the clothing or the food or whatever it is that you're buying for the father comes from the father's own account. Tashima says, well, let's bring a second Raya in this Machlokas, whether it's Mishel Av or Mishel Ben. Shnei Achin, Shnei Shutafin, Ha'avu Bno, Ha'ravu Vitalmido. If you have two brothers, two partners, a father and a son, a Rebbe and a Talmud, Podin Zelazeh Meiser Sheni, Machilin Zelazeh Meiser Ani, they are not 
not considered the same person, so they're considered two separate entities, and therefore you could be pod the Maiser Sheni one for the other, and you could feed Maiser Ani one one to the uh, to the other. The E Amrit Michel Ben, but if you're going to say that the expenses of Kibra Aveim come from the child's own account, so Nimtza Zeh Parechov Michel Aniim, how can you use your Maiser Ani to pay for uh, for your father's expenses? Those are your expenses, meaning that you're, if it's Michel Ben, then that's a halacha that anyway it's supposed to come from your account. You're not allowed to be poreh chovo with Maiser Ani. You're not allowed to pay money that you owe to other people using Maiser Ani. So if it's Michel Ben, you owe that money to your father. So it says, that the chiv of a son to be machil the father, to be mashka the father, is only with a moderate lifestyle. But if the father needs more than that, then you're allowed to give Maiser Ani for that purpose. So if that's the case, that we're not talking about his basic uh, necessities, we're talking about ha'adafa, the, addition, the, the added stuff that he needs, what does the price mean when it says that uh, the someone should be cursed if he's being machil his father, Maiserani. but if he's not giving his father the Maiserani, he's only giving the ha'adafa and the tosefes from the Maiserani. What's, what's so bad about that? Meaning, uh, why, why why would it be Tavol of Meira? Why would Rabbi Yehuda say that this is so problematic? So Gemara answers, Afilu Hachi Zila Milsa. Even though he's not, he's only giving the Tosefes uh, uh, from Meiser Ani. Still, it's uh, disrespectful. It's, uh, he's, it's, it's a bizayim to the father that uh, he has to eat Meiser Ani and he doesn't get to eat from uh, normal food that he has to take from the pushka. Is still a bizayim to the father. So now a third and final raya. Toshma Sholuos Rabbi Eliezer. They asked the Shaila to Rabbi Eliezer. Ad heichan kibra ve'em. How far does the obligation of kibra ve'em extend? To the point that he takes a wallet, uh, uh, presumably the son's wallet, and he throws it into the ocean, and the son doesn't do anything to humiliate him. But if you're going to say that the expenses of Kibra Ve'em only come at Mishalav, so uh, then it must not be talking about the son's wallet, it must be talking about the father's wallet. So, yeah, so why would you be Machlim Himi? Why is that such a test for the, uh, for the son? Uh, what's the maila that the, the, the son is not machlum the father? He's not losing anything anyway. So it says, The son thinks in the future that uh, he's the one that's going to be roi So you're throwing my Yerusha, you're literally throwing my Yerusha into the ocean. So that's something that a son might get upset about, even though it's not really his money just yet, but it might one day become his money. So Gemara brings a Misa as an example of this. Rafuna wanted to test Rabba, his son, so he tore some expensive garments in front of his son Rabba. I want to see if he's going to get angry or he's not going to get angry. I'm going to test him to see how he reacts. So says more Vidilma Ratach, but he might get angry, and then he'll be in violation of meaning it's, a, it's an amazing thing. A lot of times when a uh, child reacts negatively to something that a parent does, the parent has to think, well, wait a second, did I just violate Lifneiver? Meaning, why is he reacting in that way? Maybe I didn't, uh, uh, maybe I baited him into acting in such a way. And if you do bait him in, into acting in such a way, then that's a violation of Lifneiver Losite Michshal. It's true, the child shouldn't act that way. But if you baited him to do it, then you're in violation of Lifneiver Losite Michshal. So, how could Ravuna do such a test? Uh, Rabbi might 
get might get angry and it will be a violation of Lifna either There's actually a discussion in the Achronim. The Rambam already raises it in Pirush Mishnayis and Masechus Shumos, but it's a machlokas between the Chazanish and the and uh, What if I bait someone into doing an avera and then he doesn't do the avera? Is that Lifneiver lo sitin michshol? Did I violate Lifneiver? Is Lifneiver only when he actually does the avera, or even just forbidding him to do an avera, even if he doesn't actually? I chuck the wine to the nazir across the river. Nazir looks at it, fights with his yetsarar for a bit, and puts it down and doesn't drink it. Did I violate Lifneiver lo sitin michshol? So that's a machlokas between the chazanish and the achiezer. Probably the lambdus of uh, of the machlokas is is Lifneiver that I get a chelik of the avera that was done, which means if there's no Avera that was done, then there's no chilek to take of the Avera, or is Lefneiver just a totally independent, uh, independent Isser? So that's the uh, the discussion. It would turn out that if you hold that I only, that like the, the uh, I think Rav Chaim, I think like the Chazanish, that if you only uh, violate Lefneiver when the person violates the Avera, it would turn out that when the fellow drinks the wine, when the Nazir drinks the wine, he's not only in violation of the Isser of drinking the wine, he's also in violation of Lefneiver on Lefneiver, right? Meaning he's, uh, he's drinking the wine, and now, by drinking the wine, I'm violating Lifnaiver. So he's also causing me to violate Lifnaiver. So it could be that that's an additional violation of Lifnaiver on Lifnaiver. Anyway, so how could you do this? How can you bait the child into violating an Avera? So says Gemara, to Machaleliakre. You're Mochel the honor. That if the father is Mochel the honor, that is due him. And that's what Ravuna did. He was Mochel the honor in advance, and by being Mochel the honor, even if the child, even if Rabbah reacts inappropriately, it will not be considered a violation of Kibar Aim. Tosla says something somewhat astonishing. Tosla writes, V'tzarech lomar, Shehodiyo kodem l'chein, Shaloyei k'monos k'avin l'echol b'schaz v'el b'yadu b'shetzlad, Dom l'chom b'per basra, Shetzarech l'chilu kapara. Tosla says, not only must Rav Huna have been mochel, the honor that is due him, he must have informed his son in advance that he's mochel that honor. Because had he not form, informed his son in advance that he's being mochel the honor, then the son, when he reacts negatively, may not be violating Kippur Aveim because the father was mochel, but he thinks he's violating Kippur Aveim. And a machshevas hachet is a problem as well. If a person says, ooh, let me taste this delicious chazer, and it turns out that it was really kosher meat, but he thought he was eating chazer, he also needs kapara. So if a person says, oh, let me react in a negative way to my father, let me yell at my father, and, and he doesn't know that the father was mochel, he also needs kapara. For the machshevas hachet, just for even thinking that, uh, that he's doing an avera. That's what the Gemara says, that Rabbi Akiva, kimatala haikra havabachi, that when Rabbi Akiva got to the Pasuk Vashem Yistachla in Parshmatos where it describes Nadarim he would cry because the, the Pasuk says the Pasuk indicates that if a woman took a neder and the husband was made for the neder but the woman didn't know that the husband was made for the neder and then she violates what she thinks is a still standing neder she requires Slich of a Kapara even though there's no neder anymore still requires Slich of a Kapara because she thought that there was an Avera so you need a Kapara even for a Machsheves Avera anyway so it says but forget about Lifnei Iver and forget about Kibbutz Aveim. It's Baltashkus. How can he take a nice piece of clothing and just tear it up? So says Mordechai. He did it in a place that was on the seam where it was a mendable uh, garment. Maybe that's why the son didn't get angry because the son was able to see 
that he didn't, you know, that he didn't do anything that was going to cause permanent damage. No, he did it at the time that Rabbah was angry, where when a person is bali dekas, he's uh, not going to pay such careful attention, and therefore it was a real test for him, because if he was anyway uh, not in the best of moods, so uh, we react negatively to things without thinking through the long-term consequences and whether it's actually going to be problematic. So now the Gemara brings a discussion among Amorayim, where we learn another Allah in Kibradeh. Rabbi Cheskel taught his son Rami if uh, you have a, 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 a confusion, a mix-up of people who are chayiv misa sreifa with people who are chayiv misa skila and you don't know who's chayiv what anymore because they all got mixed up with each other Rabbi Shimon Omer you have to give the lesser of the two and he holds that the lesser of the two is skila that sreifa is the more chamur of the two punishments so uh, the, the, uh, this teaches us that uh, when it says that the Nisrafim were mixed in with the Nisqalim, the implication is that the Nisqalim are the rove, Klape the Nisrafim. So Rabbi Yehuda just points out, Amalei Rabbi Yehuda Berei, Rabbi Yehuda, the son of Rabbi Cheskel said, Abba, Lotus Niahachi, don't teach the mission that way that the Nisrafim are mixed in with the Nisqalim, where it sounds like the Nisqalim are the rove. My area, Shreifa Chamura, typically do the Nisqalim Ninu. You don't have to say that the reason you get Skila in such a case is because Shreifa is Chamur. If the majority are people who are high skila, then even if you follow the rove, even if it weren't a 50-50 seven, you'd get them skila anyway. How should you say it? You should say, and the nisrafim are the, are the rove. And, 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 uh, and, and uh, still, even though the nisrafim are the rove, you still give them skila, because you have to give them the ona shakal. That's what you should have said. So Rabbi Cheskel said to his son, Rabbi Yehuda, Ihachi, if we should say that that the, the Nisqalim got mixed in with the Nisrafim, Ema Seifa, it's difficult at the end of the Brisa, because the Brisa says, that you give Shreifa, because they hold that Skila is more Chamur. Why would you say that it's because Skila is Chamur? Maybe it's just because the majority are Nisrafim and you follow the Rove. So if you responded, No, that's just the, the Seifa is the Chachamim responding to Rabbi Shimon. And when they said Skila Chamura, that's not the real reason. What they're saying him is, we hold he gives Shreifa because you follow the rove. But even that which you assumed that Shreifa is more Chamur, that's incorrect as well. That, uh, that in fact Skila is more Chamur. So that, that was the discussion, the halachic discussion that father and son had with each other. So the Gemara brings the Hemsheikh of the Maisa where we're going to derive a din of Kibra Ve'em from this conversation. So I'm like Shmuel the Rav Yehuda. Shmuel said to Rav Yehuda, "Shinna lo temale lavuchachi. You're not allowed to say to your father in such a lashon. You're correcting your father's teaching of the brisa. You can't say lo tisniyachi that uh, don't teach it this way. Where you let him know that he's making a mistake. Tetanya reishaya haya aviv over al divrei Torah. Even if father is violating divrei Torah, al yomer lo abba vartel divrei Torah. You're not allowed to say abba you violated divrei Torah. El yomer lo abba kach kasuv batora." You have to just say, oh, this is what it says in the Torah. So the Gemara wonders, that's going to cause him tzar to say such a thing. You read him the Pasuk as it's written in the Torah, and the father.
brother will understand on his own that he made a mistake. Meaning you start practicing your laning really loudly so the father will be able to hear the psukim in the Torah. And when he hears the psukim in the Torah, he'll understand that he made a mistake without you pointing it out to him. Elazar ben Masya Omer, Abba Omer Ashkeni Mayim. So uh, the Brisa continues that if a father says, give me water to drink, um mitzvah and you have another mitzvah at the same time, you have kvura sameis or something like that, that comes up at the same time. I'll set aside the uh, obligation of Kibarav and instead go do that other mitzvah. Because the mitzvah is docha, Kibarav. Um, because both I and my father are chayiv to do a mitzvah of Eris that comes our way. We're both obligated in Kvura Sameis and Levaya Sameis and Bikrucha, whatever the mitzvah is. That no, it depends. If no one else could do the other mitzvah, so you have to stop and do the mitzvah. But if someone else could do the mitzvah, you don't have to be the one to do the mitzvah. So uh, let someone else do the mitzvah and you take care of the kibbutz. We pass on Kisi Ben Yehuda that if the mitzvah can be done by someone else, then it should not be Docha Kibbutz. So the Gemara discusses. Um, who's able to be mochel on their cover, both in terms of a father, but as well as other people who cover is due to them. Amrav Yitzchak Parshila, Amrav Masna, Amrav Chista. Ha'av shemachel al kvodo, kvodo machel. If a father is mochel on his cover, the cover is machel, and uh, you don't need to be mechabed him when he's uh, when he's mochel on his cover. The Orchos uh, Chaim points out in his Baron Halacha, but not on his hakaa, not on his klala, not on his tsar, meaning only those extra measures of cover that one, is, one must give to a parent. But things that are an absolute zion to the father, striking him, being metzair him, things like that, that uh, he cannot be, be, be mochel. Now, if you are mechabed, the father, even after he's mochel, the Tosa Rosh says, you're still in, in, in fulfillment of the mitzvah of Kibra Ve'em. The Rashba, though, in the Tshuven, Chelechal, Simen Yudches, sounds like, no, you are not in fulfillment of anything. Why? Because the Rashba, Chelechal, Simen Yudches, discusses uh, why is it that there's no bracha on some mitzvahs, that many mitzvahs have a birch mitzvah, and some don't. And instead of just saying like a klal, that all mitzvahs paid on the chavero just don't have a bracha, he, he goes through details, and he says that the mitzvah of kibbutz does not have a bracha, because you may try to do kibbutz and the father's mochel. He says, no, no, it's okay, don't do that. And then you will have said a bracha levatala, because you will have said a bracha, and you're not even mekayim a mitzvah. So the mashmah, so the rashba, is that there is no kiyu mitzvah of kibbutz once, uh, once the father is mochel. Uh, the says that the reason there's no chiv, the reason the svarit to say that there's no kiyum mitzvah is because the very definition of kavod is ritzonu shaladam zehu kvoda. Whatever a person wants, that is the kavod for the person. If a person is interested in something, so then that's uh, considered an honor for him. But if he doesn't want it and he says, no, thank you, then that's not a way of showing him kavod by doing it anyway. Harav shemachal kvodo, ain't kvodo machal. If a rebbe is machal and is kavod, the kavod is not machal, you still have to be mechabidim. Rav Yosef, Rav Rabbi Yosef disagrees. Says even a Rabbi, because the pasuk says that when Klal Yisrael left Mitzrayim, that Kodesh Baruch Hu walked, went in front 
of them during the day in Namud Anan to show them the path and at Laila Bamud Eish to light up the path for them. So Akarish Baruch Hu uh, was Meshamish them. So you see Akarish Baruch Hu was Mokhl on his Kavod by leading Klal Yisrael through the Midbar. So Amarava Hachi Hashta. You can't make such a comparison from Akarish Baruch Hu to a Rebbe. Hasma Akarish Baruch Hu Alma Dilehu Vitora Dilehu. It's his world and it's his Torah. So Machal Eliyatre. He has the ability to be Mokhl as Kavod. Hacha Bapai Tam Chacham Torah Dilehu. Why you think it's, uh, it's his Torah? It's Akarish Baruch Hu's Torah. So it's not his to be uh, to be Mokhal. How could he be Mokhal on something that he has no ownership of? So Hadar Rav Rav then went back to be Miyashev and he said in Torah Dilehu that the, the, the relationship between the Talmud Chachman and his Torah is such that it's considered his Torah to be Mokhal Duxiv Ubisoraso Yege Yomam Valayla. That the Pasuk says, Ki in Bitoras Hashem Chefzo, but Ubisoraso Yege Yomam Valayla. So it starts out with Torah Hashem and then says Torah So, because prior to learning it, it's all Torah Hashem. Once you learn it, it becomes Torah So, it becomes your own Torah. So the Gemara says, Aini, is that really true that if uh, a Rav could be Mokhal on his Kavod? Rava was being mashkeyayin to the people who were at his child's wedding. And he picked up the coast. And they uh, stood in front of him when they received the coast. And uh, and they didn't stand for him. So Rava got upset. And he said to Rav Mari and to Rav Pinchas, the other Chachamim are Chachamim and uh, you're not Chacham, meaning you, you, you didn't stand in front of um, in, in, in front of me um, the, the, uh, the, that uh, you're such Chachamim that you don't have to stand for me, whereas Rapapa and Rafun and are not Chachamim and they do have to stand for me, so you see that he got upset about it so apparently a Rav is not able to be Mochel on his Kavod Rapapa was Mashke Yayin by the wedding of Abba Mar, his son and he picked up a to serve a coast of Yayin, the Rabbi Yitzchak, Breder of Yudah, the Rabbi Yitzchak, Breder of Yudah, the Lo Kami Kamein, he didn't stand for him, Ve'ikbad, the Rav Papa got upset about that. So you see that a Rav is not able to be Mochel and his Kavod. Says, no, that even though he's able to be Mochel and his Kavod, but a little something, a little Hidr, a little acknowledgement, that you still need to do, even when a Rav is Mochel and his Kavod. So obviously by the fact that he's serving, he's being Mochel and his Kavod, but uh, at least an acknowledgement, so you don't have to stand up, Lo Kamaso, but at least some sort of acknowledgement is necessary. Uh, some minor uh, show of covet is necessary. So uh, what about a Nasi? What about a Melech? Amr Ravashi, Afilu Mandi Amr Harav Shemachal Kavodu Kavodu Machal Nasi Shemachal Kavodu Ein Kavodu Machal. Even though, even the opinion that holds that a Rebbe could be Machal and is covered, a Nasi cannot be Machal and is covered. Meis Meis of the Gemara challenges Meis of Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Tzadok Shem Subrim Beis Mishta that these three Chacham were. Uh, that were at a party of Benoshel Ram Gamliel, of the wedding of Ram Gamliel's son, Ram Gamliel, Omeru Mashkalem, and Ram Gamliel was serving the drinks. So Nasa, Nakos, the Rabbi Eliezer, Ram Gamliel gave the coast to Rabbi Eliezer, and he wouldn't take it from Ram Gamliel because he was a Nasi and he didn't want to be Meshamesh with the Nasi because it's uh, the covenant of the Nasi. And then his son, the Rabbi Yeshua, Ram Gamliel gave the coast to Rabbi Yeshua, Vikiblo, and Rabbi Yeshua happily took the coast. So Amrlo Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer said to Rabbi Yeshua, Yoshua. What are you doing? How could you be a couple of coasts from Ramagamliel? Anu Yoshua Ramagamliel. 
We're sitting here at the Suda, and Rav Gamliel, who's an Adam Gadol, who's a Chashva person, who's a Nasibi Yisrael, is giving us to drink. So Rabbi Shua said back to Rabbi Eliezer, Matzinu Gadol Bimenu Shashimesh. We find that even greater people than Rav Gamliel were Meshamesh others. Avram Gadol Adoraya. Avram Avinu was a Gadol Ador because of Bo, and it says that when the Malachim came to Avram Avinu, that it says Veika Chem of the Chal of the Ben Abak or Shasa Vehu. Omeir Aleim, Tachas Eitz Ve'Yochelu, that he was Omeir Aleim. He was Meshamish the Malachim that came when uh, even the, when, when when he was sick. So you see that Gadol uh, Adar and Nasi are able to be Malchal on the Kavod. The Shematomra. Maybe you're going to say Kemalachay Asharis Nidmulo. The people the people that came weren't people at all. They were Malachay Asharis. He didn't know that. They weren't Malachi Ashar as far as he knew. There were a bunch of Arab travelers as far as he knew. If Avram Avinu is allowed to serve some Arab merchants, Rabbi Gamliel the Nasi is not allowed to serve us. Rabbi Tzadok brought another makar for Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Shua. Until you bring a raya from the cover of Avram Avinu, and that's what you think is the great greatest raya, you can bring up an even stronger raya from the covenant of the Rebona Shalom, and that would be an even better raya. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Meshav Ruchos Umal Nesim Umorin Matar Umatzmiach Adama V'orich Shulchan Lefnei Kalech Avechad Hashem is always taking care of us. He's blowing the wind and he's uh, and he's and he's he's elevates the Nesim which is reference to to the clouds, the Ebenezer says, and he brings down the rain and he's Matzmiach Adami Cause things to grow from the ground, and he sets the table for each and every uh, one of us. So, uh, so who is constantly providing for us, and we have no problem with that. We don't complain about that. So, Ramamliel can't uh, provide from us, uh, provide for us, even though he's a nasi. A nasi could be mochlan is covered as well. But if you want to say something in the name of Ravashi, this is what you should say: that Ravashi afilu nasi even according to the opinion that Nasi Shemachal Kavodo, that the Kavod is is uh, is 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 it doesn't say who that Mandi Amar is. Right? Rashi and Ksubis and Sota says that the Machlokas appears in our Sugya. Tolson Sota says that it's referring to Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Tzaduk that made the Taina that Ramgomliel is able to be Mochal on his Kavod, not like Rabbi Eliezer who would not receive the Kos. So uh, so it's Muchach that is that is and holds that Ramgomliel is not able to be Mochal on the Kavod. So even if you hold the Nasi Shemachal Kavod, Kavod Machal, Melech Shemachal Kavod. Ain kvodamachal. A melech does not have the ability to be mochal on the cover. Shenemar, because the pasuk says some tosmelech a melech shteimasolecha. That some tosmelech a melech means that the relationship with the melech has to be one where there's a mas hamelech. Tanravadim they say v'takum. It says you're supposed to stand for an older person. Siyachal afil menezakin hashmai. I might think that even if he's a rasha, an older rasha. So tamalomar. That's why the pasuk says zakin vein zakin elachacham. Zakin is always referenced to a chacham. Shenemar, because in the pesukim about the appointment. Of a Sanhedrin, Kodesh Baruch says, "Asli Shivmish Mi Ziknei Yisrael." Rabbi Yosi Aglili Omer, from that pasuk itself, Ein Zaken Elamisha Kanachachma. We see that it must be reference to a to a to a to a Chacham because.
Nizakin is a nutrikun of Zekana, meaning this one has acquired. Acquired what? He's acquired Chachma. Shnemar Hashem Kanani Reishis Darko. Then the Brisa tells us other dinim about uh, standing up. Yachol Yam Malmakum Rachol Kaim. I think you have to stand from a great distance. Tamalomar Takum Adarto Lomat Kima El Makum Sheishidur. Only if it's recognizable who you're standing for. Yachol Yadrena B'Mamon. You might think that you have to be Mahadir him by giving him money. Tamalomar Takum Adarta Makima Shein B'Chisron Kis. Just like standing is not something that costs anything. Avhidr Shein B'Chisron Kis. The acknowledgement that you show him is something that should not cost any money. Yachol Yamun Banim Beisakisim Beisamerchas. You might think that you have to stand from the Beisakisim Beisamerchas. Tamalomar Takum Adarta Lomat Kima El Makum only, only in a respectful place. You might think you can close your eyes and pretend you don't see him. Since it's Masul Leib and Akkadosh Baruch Hu will know whether you're uh, hiding your face from him or, or not. So that's why it says, Okay, from tomorrow we'll pick up in the middle of this, of this uh, Brisa. Okay. Thank you. You too. Take care.